Nobody knows to do when a bishop shows up, <laughs> throws us all out. <laughs> it's good to pray with you all, especially members of the Kirby and Harrington family. It's really good to be with you, um, and especially to you, Maureen, and Pat, and Mike. It's really good. Thanks for coming. Um, on behalf of Bishop Vetter, uh, Chancellor of the College and Bishop of the Diocese, on um, uh, behalf of Monsignor Kevin O'Neill, who's the chair of our board of trustees, Father Bart, you know, Dr. Seck is here with his wife, so many faculty, staff, and then all you students. Um, our hearts are with you in this really difficult time. Um, the family told me, Maureen told me, keep the focus on Jesus and Mary. I'm doing that. That's our focus, always. In difficult times, we stay close to Jesus and Mary. And so today, we celebrate the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception so let me talk about what it is and why it matters. Because it matters. It matters, especially now, for all of us here. First, what it is. That the Blessed Virgin Mary, through a singular and prevenient grace, was preserved at the moment of her conception from original sin. Singular grace. That means it's never happened to anyone else, and it will never happen to anyone in the future. Because Mary's role and her mission is unique. She's the only mother of Jesus. She's the only mother of God. So it's singular, so it's unique to her. Prevenient technical term, it just means to come before. And what that means is that the grace that flows from Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, the grace that saves the world, comes to Mary beforehand, before it even happens. How is that possible? Well, because God is God and he's not bound by time. So in a unique way, God applied the grace of the sacrifice of his son, which saves the world, to Mary so that she still has a savior. She's saved by Jesus, just like we're saved by Jesus. She's just saved beforehand. What that means is this. This is why it matters. Because everything about her is really about him. I'll say that every Marian feast, everything about Mary is about Jesus. That she was preserved from original sin means that she has a whole and an uncompromised humanity. And that is exactly what she gives to Jesus. Jesus, who's the second person of the Trinity in the incarnation takes on human flesh but he takes that on by receiving it from a human. And he receives it from his, his mother, our blessed mother. And because she was preserved from original sin, she had a whole and an uncompromised humanity to give to Jesus, which means he's fully human, fully human, that he's one of us. That's why this feast matters so much that God is one of us. The Immaculate Conception, it shows that God is faithful to his creation, that even when things go off the rails in sin and its consequence, death, when sin and death enter the world, God doesn't abandon the project. He doesn't hit a reset button, but rather what he does is he works within creation. He works within it, within the brokenness of this world disrupted and wounded by sin. 
And within that context, he brings forth the redemption of the world, that it happens within, not imposed from without, but within, that he wanted to involve creation in its own redemption, that he wanted to involve humanity, that he wanted to involve us. And that's why it matters. He does it in a way that's not an abstraction. God is not abstract. And he doesn't deal with us in abstractions. He's not an idea floating out there, but he's real. And the way he relates to us is incarnational. That's why he became one of us. Because he received this uncompromised humanity, he's truly human. He's truly one of us. And because he's truly human, he can share in everything we experience. Everything. The good things and the bad things. The great moments of joy, the mundane moments of just everyday life, and then the heartbreaking tragedies. He's Emmanuel, God with us. That he's with us. And because he's one of us, there's no place we can go. There's no experience we can have where he has not gone, where we can't find him, where he does not meet us and accompany us. There's no experience or place we can go where he doesn't relate to us because he's one with us. And because he's one with us, we actually have a place to go to the family. I've been praying hard for you. And when I pray, this is where I go. Here. I just look at this. And what we celebrate today, the Immaculate Conception, is directly connected to this. That Jesus, who takes on our humanity, would go here for us, with us. That's what changes everything, that he goes here. And that's for this family in the moment of your grief and sorrow. It's for all of us that we actually have a place to go. Because he went here, there's no place we would ever go without him. But because he went here, we have a place to go with our sorrow and with our sadness. And this is the absolute place of hope. It's the source of our strength to keep going in this life when we face brokenness, when we face tragedy, when we can't go on by ourselves. He's gone here so that we don't have to go on by ourselves. Mary said yes. She said yes to that grace. I know sometimes people think it must have been easier for her because she didn't have sin. What she said yes to was hard. She had to trust God at every moment. She didn't have the resistance to trusting God that we do, but what she was asked to trust is greater than anything we've ever had to trust. She had to trust how this plan would unfold. She had to trust St. Joseph to do the right thing. She had to trust 
when people came to kill her child when he was an infant and they had to flee to Egypt. She had to trust when people spoke about her son in a certain way after he left home and began preaching. She had to trust, of course, in this moment here when he gives his life. And my friend, she had to trust in this moment here when she held her dead son. It's the radicality of trust. And that's what we're called to. But she also trusted that that tomb would be empty and that she would see her son again alive. And she believed. And so it happens. The resurrection's real. Jesus came to be one of us, to be one with us, precisely so that death could be conquered. And if you think Christmas is just a nice little feast where we celebrate a little baby, you haven't understood what Christmas is. Because Christmas is God doing something about sin and death. It's him overcoming it. And he did it with our lady, with her yes, so that we could be involved, that we would have one member of our race who said yes in a perfect way to God's plan so that that plan could be accomplished. And that changes everything for us. What do we do with our lives? How do we live our lives? We follow her example. She said yes to the yes of God. And she stayed faithful in every moment, especially in the hard ones. God gave us a home to go with our sorrows and with our brokenness to his heart, which was opened on the cross, pierced for us. His heart has never been closed. We have a place to go with our suffering and our difficulty. He also gave us the gift of his mother to be our mother. And she's such a good mother. And her heart, like her son's, is pierced. She is the mother of God, but also our lady of sorrows. She knows what it's like to hurt. She knows what it's like. She walks with us. She accompanies us. Just like her son is with us, she is with us. And to the Kirby family, she always will walk with you. And she understands. And you know that. Your faith is strong. It's been an incredible testimony. What a witness. And I know these are hard days, but your faith is stronger. And to all of us, let's allow what this solemnity teaches us to take root in our hearts. That God works. That God has a plan. That he wants to accomplish great things, but he wants us to be involved. Just as Mary said yes, and preserve this grace of her immaculate conception by trusting radically. May we do the same. May we come to her so that she can lead us right to her son. Her immaculate heart helping us, strengthening us, inspiring us so that his sacred heart can save us. We turn to him and we turn to her and that makes all the difference. Immaculate Heart of Mary.
pray for us.